Hello listeners this is Madhvi Ravnan a services R&D leader at Nokia it's the 10x growth strategies podcast and we'll be meeting Payal called Mirakor for this episode Payal is a business leader speaker mentor and a certified coach she has held a variety of leadership positions including cxo roles in tech companies and in businesses outside of tech she has been recognized as one among the top 20 women leaders in it by datacrest most recently she was the vp of business development at ibm so let's go meet payal now hi payal good morning and a very warm welcome into the 10x growth strategies podcast I'm extremely excited to be meeting you after a while and talking to you on uh, you know this exciting book. Welcome to the podcast file. Thank you Madhvi. It's wonderful to be here. I'm equally excited to meet you as well as to be here in the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks so much Pal. So how did you find this book My Life in Full by Indra Noe? Did you like it? Would you recommend it to others? If yes, to what sort of an audience and why? Tell us about it Pal. So you know Madhvi, I absolutely adored the book i follow indra noe on social media of course i have actually met her once in davos uh, in the world economic forum and i'm a complete fan of her and i was eagerly waiting for her book to be released you know for me she is um, she's not just an inspiring leader right but a homemaker you know a mother who has managed it all and as i read her book i realized that you know she's just like the rest of us she has gone through the same pains and pangs of being a working mother juggling the twin demands of a career and a home as she says in the book um and i think she's someone we will all relate to and i definitely recommend the book to all professionals especially youngsters who are starting off their professional journey you know young working mothers and fathers juggling home and work and and especially all women who question their purpose after becoming mothers that's a great summary when i read it of course i read it recently too i found it a brilliant read and i felt every professional woman and her male ally should you know uh, really pick up the book so you know out of all those anecdotes that she shared whatever i found hmm. extremely intriguing i have picked up some questions out of those and uh, i would post those questions to you and i would like to hear your experiences and insights around those in your own journey uh, pile over the next 15 20 minutes time the one predominant theme that uh, comes out in her narrative is the role of uh, ardent supporters and sponsors in one's career right there are a number of leaders that she mentions in the book couple of them stand out you know the boss that she has on her first job here in india he actually counsels her to pick up the al mba admission at a time when he himself needed her for an elevated role in his company that's the first instance and later on when she is at motorola her boss actually constantly keeps looking out for opportunities for her to advance in her uh, career of course all these happened to her because she had proved her mettle while working with such leaders now my question to you is have you had 
such supporters who help you steer through your career and how much of sponsorship do you think you have received uh, pile absolutely madhvi i've been lucky as well to have worked with great leaders who have unselfishly helped and mentored me and and you know also shaped the way i think and work in the business world you know i still remember my first boss um of course way back in 1995 sn ghosh and i'm still in touch with him i joined fresh from engineering college i remember i used to get quite nervous while talking to clients and while presenting i i remember the patience with which he taught me how to present how to give a demo and you know i can't thank him enough and how he actually furthered my cause and helped me get visibility in the organization when i did well similarly post that i remember another company which has actually completely shaped me because i spent 13 years there madhvi and uh, we worked there together yeah. was huge software and arisent and i think um, one of my mentors i would really like to mention is cp murli he was my long time boss there and president in arisent he spent hours coaching and counseling me on my career decisions small things like um you know how i should present myself advocating me for greater jobs i remember i was working with him uh, when frank uh, joined as a ceo and he started to decide a strategy office and while cp knew that losing me would be difficult for his sbu he was a ardent supporter and he he ensured and uh, spoke with frank and said it would be a great opportunity for me similarly sanjay dhavan sudeep nandi mao i, I think uh, you know i've been really lucky to have these people advocating for me and egging me on deepak bagla you know another boss of mine in in invest india uh, has been completely involved in my career jumps and decisions since invest india day and you know i'm sure i'm missing out a lot but a lot of my other colleagues who've been my strong supporters and advocates uh, across my professional journey fantastic pile it was such a pleasure for me to hear all those familiar names i'm sure all of those leaders will be thrilled to hear this from you thank you and glad to yeah. hear that pile now uh, the next theme is about organizational support in let's say retaining and nourishing promising talent right indra reminisces yeah. at least a couple of instances in her career i mean this is uh, when she is with bcg right after her yale mba Uh, there are two instances where she has to be away from work for multiple weeks at a stretch once her father is diagnosed with cancer and later when she meets with a car accident etc and she says at that point in time without her asking bcg had yeah. initiated fully paid leave for her for multiple weeks at a stretch and she does candidly mention that without that happening she would have had no option but to quit and possibly curtail her career further right now what's your reflection on this pile do you think we are doing this enough in india what have you seen any specific observations or recommendations that you may have so yeah she speaks very highly in her book for bcg as well as abb later right and and both companies thoroughly supported her during tough times and and i guess this is what kind of motivated her to build a culture of cherish 
as she says in pepsico yeah and uh, if i look back at my own journey i'm i'm really grateful for the support that i always got i remember in 2003 Uh, I actually joined back Hughes that time Flextronics and just when I had joined my mom was diagnosed with cancer and I remember in in one of the hospital trips you know we used to do some night outs there and I was driving back to work and this was from Noida to Gurgaon and I remember getting into an um, a really bad car accident i was fine but my car was completely totaled and um, that time mao was the ceo so when i went back you know i remember the conversation it was like i'm speaking to my family okay you know and and it's like um, and how mao used to be right he said just don't bother pal you really don't have to come every day to office why don't you be available on the phone he gave me a company car till my car gets okay i'll never forget the support and this is when i just joined back right and initially you always have this feeling oh my god i've just joined there are so many expectations from me how can i take off yeah. right yeah. it was like talking to someone who made me feel that this is a family and we are there for each other I remember again when I was pregnant I got a lot of support from CP my colleagues my team members I always had absolute flexibility in my work environment absolute and I think the other thing that I would like to recount is while I think in IT industry uh, and because I have worked across industries I can draw a parallel I see that IT has a lot of flexibility but there are some other industries where it's not so easy because you have to be present this is something really interesting that I went through with a company I wouldn't want to name it I was pretty senior there right I, I was one of the CXOs I remember my daughter was having a hard time in school so I had to kind of go with her spend a couple of hours in school and the CEO would call me and say oh so you're not in office yet and this is you know why I had told him that listen my daughter is going through a problem after the last call I got I actually went to him and I said listen I really don't appreciate this behavior I called it out and I said that I have worked now for whatever 20 years I have never had this issue in any organization and I have succeeded in all my roles because I have flexibility please don't forget that I'm a working mother and there are times that my daughter just needs me and nobody else sure. and the company needs to make that leeway and if you can't then this is not the place for me the great point about that conversation was that he thought about it and next day i got an apology note awesome while that step is the one that very difficult for women to take in general right countering the kind of treatment we may get i mean it's, it's highly inspiring to hear that you did that and it did result in a positive outcome phenomenal yeah go on while do you have anything more to add it resulted in a positive outcome not just for me but yeah. a lot of other women who were working there in mid and junior level right fantastic you know so my view is that it's easier to say it when you already have a standing <clears throat> but 
is this organizational support broad based maybe no and i'm hoping that now with the covid with the experience of covid hopefully behind us workplaces will learn how to be more flexible and i think that's a huge advantage for working parents fantastic while informative encouraging inspirational is much to learn for women from your experience while thank you for that the next topic is a very interesting one no professional woman can bypass that question it's about concurrently running bio clock and career clock right indra speaks yeah. extremely highly of her husband she says rajnoi is her life boat and he never once ever made her feel guilty for being away from family over a period of time they have banked heavily on her mother parents in law friends colleagues and at times even bosses and paid help to attend to their uh, children now how has that phase been for you pyla what what has worked well for you what takeaway from your experience if you were to redo that phase what will be the difference you will make mm, yeah you know i completely agree by the way with indra noi it does take a village to raise a child yeah i have been extremely lucky as well to have an equal partner so my husband took a lot of responsibilities especially when i was traveling we always had this rule that both of us will not travel together and my uh, job especially when my daughter was growing up in uh, her early childhood as a toddler also i used to travel a lot but my husband always took a responsibility of uh, being there and i remember there was a time when he was actually working in noida and there was a launch that he was handling so he used to come all the way back at night just to ensure she goes to bed and early morning he would drive back again to noida so i think it it needs a lot of um, understanding and sacrifices from both the husband and wife and of course uh, the second is that uh, indranui talks about multi generational uh, families we are all lucky to be in india my in laws who were staying in delhi actually shifted their base to gurgaon when my daughter was born when i started working a uh, four months after she was born because they knew that i tra- my job has a lot of travel and they have always always encouraged and been really proud of my career yeah. my parents were already in gurgaon uh, we are lucky that in india you get really really good house help right so i i have my house help who've been there with me since my daughter was born so 14 years they have been with me so while i'm really lucky what could have gone better is got nothing to do with others i think it's there there is this constant feeling of guilt of missing out that you have you're not there for some important occasion and i think while family helps and supports unknowingly at times they add to this feeling yeah. <laughs> you know i remember my my mother just like indra noi's mother is a very very driven person this whole drive an ambition that i've had in my life i think is because of her but i remember when nisa was very young and i had to travel uh, quite often i would call her and say okay mom bye and you know i'm i'm going here and i'll be back in 5 days every time she would go you know that uh, that we make with a shake of head <laughs> go, oh my god nisa is going to be alone till you know one day i told her mom 
you did so much for me so that today i could be in this position and today if i leave everything for nisa isn't it the same story repeating again and again so somewhere we need to put a stop i want nisa to grow up seeing a mother who's ambitious who's doing well who has a standing of her own and i have all of you to support me and help me why is nisa alone it's rather me who's alone <laughs> good point <laughs> so i i think it's it's that constant guilt and and you just you just have to go on you just have to go on and i, I and i wish i could have handled that better because there were times i used to feel like really really bad leaving her in fact at a point in time i started wondering if i should continue working at all then i was talking to an elder cousin of mine he is like maybe 10 years elder to me and he was saying come on madhvi you should think about why are you here on the earth and you should just keep doing that you know yeah. <laughs> fantastic absolutely and and you know believe me once they grow up they don't yeah. need you to be around all the time my daughter is now 14 and she is so proud of having a mom who works who has a standing yeah. and she really doesn't need me to babysit her all the time Yeah yeah they all grow up to want their own spaces and so on i completely agree with you pile on that great great hearing that from you now the next one is a extremely interesting question and uh, indra mm-hmm. talks about the biases that she herself had to deal with being a, a career woman i mean she says that her salary even while at pepsico maybe in the early part of her career was lesser than what her male peers were making and she never made an issue out of it or she never cared to raise it and nobody seemed to be addressing that either and she remembers uh, later when she becomes the ceo she's part of these top 200 leaders performance appraisal conversations and she observes that for the narrative would be very different for male leaders and women leaders right for men the narrative would go as you know he has met all his goals and he is aspirational whereas for a woman leader it may go as she has met all her goals but some personality trait or other right so the narrative is always an and for a, a male leader and a but for a woman leader she also says there had been instances where you know men wouldn't even make some men wouldn't even make eye contact with her her ideas being ignored and the same ideas if they came from a male peer being picked up she being cut off mid sentence in a meeting and so on right so what have hmm. been your experiences on this pile what do you think about uh, biases against women at work have you experienced any any uh, anything that you can recall here so so madhvi frankly quite a few right yeah. so while i've had a um, you know great stint in corporate i have a, had a lot of people rooting for me supporting me at a, at a broader um level you know i have definitely experienced biases i remember my first job um you know i was the first girl who had been hired into the sales team so they had never had a girl before that and there was a huge bias around you know how i'll be able to um 
get along, go from one place to another. So, you know, in those days, I remember all the sales guys, they used to have a bike and I obviously used to depend on public transportation. It actually took a couple of quarters of maximum sales to get the rest of those guys and managers to look at me seriously as, as a serious salesperson in, in the team. Um, you know, in Arison too, you know, I, I uh, which, by the way, I believe Arison was a very, very equal employee. I haven't seen any other company which is as employee friendly. But I remember, you know, as soon as I had my daughter, I felt people commenting, you know, I, I remember some comments that, oh my God, even if it's in jest, you know, like, mm. oh my God, she lost her edge now that she's a mother. <laughs> you know, I remember a colleague co commenting, yeah, and, and he's talking to someone else and saying, you know, Pyle is great. She's, she's a great person. She's a great leader. But, you know, I think she's very ambitious. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, my God, I am going to take it as a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> you know, because if this was being said about a man, the guy would have said the person is great, great leader and very ambitious. Yeah. So why is it? a negative for a woman to be ambitious. I also spoke about this other company where, you know, when I was in a leadership position, I did take on that person and he apologized. Mm. I, I think finally, a lot of these biases, Madhvi, happen not consciously. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes the seniors, the men are not conscious that they are acting out of a bias. I remember a lot of men who couldn't look me into eyes and yeah. talk, yeah. even today. Got it. So I think it's somewhere about calling out the biases and standing your ground. You know, no one would intentionally want to jeopardize your career in my yeah. view. Yeah. So if people are, are not aware, I think it's up to us to own our careers and to call it out and take a stand. Awesome. Awesome message, uh, uh, Pyle. Thanks for that. Now, I have a curiosity question to you. You know, sure. Indra reminisces her first interaction with the then Pepsi CEO, Wayne Calloway. I think it's her interview. She says it's an hour long conversation. And in that one hour period, he speaks for hardly three minutes and she speaks for the remaining 57 minutes. She says he's an exceptional listener. All through the conversation, he was intently listening to pick up cues and to perhaps to assess if what if the role that he had in mind for Indra was the logical next step for her and so on. Now, uh, my own view is for somebody with a very clear thought process and exceptional communication skills, by the way, you fit the bill pile there. <laughs> no, I feel <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening is a very hard skill to cultivate and develop. So how would you rate yourself on your listening skills? And how do you think you have over a period of time developed that listening skill in you? Talk about it, Pyle. Okay, very interesting question, Madhvi. <laughs> and uh, if I try to look back and see, I, I started off in sales and business, Madhvi. So I think I didn't have a choice but to very fast learn to be a good listener. Hmm. And I think the mantra is only one, <laughs> which is, you know, if you want to be a good listener, 
you need to be genuinely interested in others. Mm. You know, what normally happens is we are in a hurry to tell our story, make our point. But, you know, we have to remember that finally everyone loves their voice. And if you actually show a genuine interest in what matters to the other person, you will connect much better. Hmm. I had read many years back about Otto Schamer's four levels of listening. It's, it's divided into downloading, factual listening, empathetic listening, and generative listening. And, and you know, generative listening is when you listen with no personal bias, no judgment getting in the way. And that's when you actually deeply connect with the other person and build relationships. Got it. Am I all there? I don't think so. You know, it's mm. a skill that I'm always working on. And um, hopefully I'll get a 10 out of 10 sometime <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but yes, what I always try to do is be genuinely interested in the other person without bringing my personal bias or judgment. Awesome. Awesome, Payal. I think it's been a very candid and honest conversation, just the way the book itself is. Now, before we close, anything that you would like to leave the listeners with, uh, Payal, based on your reading of Indra Nui's journey in My Life in Full? So, Madhi, one thing I would want to say is Indra Nui raises some really, really good points about you know, how corporates, government, society needs to come together to protect this fabric of family and um, ensure care for children, for the elderly, because that's what finally helps the younger generation to work. And while we should all contribute towards that, I think personally what each one of us needs to emulate from Indra Noe thinks that helped her succeed, um, I think are basically five. One is her deep sense of duty. Second, she was very detail-oriented and a learner, even when she rose to be the CEO, till the end. Third, I think she always worked for a purpose, always. Whether in the beginning of her career, it was to be just independent and have a career, there was a purpose. Or it was when she joins PepsiCo and takes it to the helm of performance along with purpose. Yeah. Right. I think the fourth is she built very strong relationships with all her seniors, with her colleagues. And that's what helped her rise in her career. And I think last but not the least, she says in the book, somehow things worked out. Yeah. And I think not favors those who work towards it she believed in herself she marched along she did not give up even when she faced adversities right yeah and if you do that eventually everything falls in place 
Awesome. Awesome, Vile. Fantastic. I mean, uh, as you narrated this, I got reminded of her, that one-liner where she says, at times I do wonder why I am wired like this. You know, I am driven to perform. I am driven to improve things around me. And at times this has taken more time away from my family. And at times I do wonder why am I wired this way. I think that's a very honest uh, revelation yeah. in the book. And it was a joy to read, illuminating at the same time. Thanks so yeah. much for taking the time, Pyle. I'm sure your insights would enthuse the listeners all the more to pick up the book sooner than later. Thank you so much. Thank you, Madhvi. It was wonderful to be here. Thank you. Thank you.